Everybody right here What you need to do is be thankful for the life you got You know what I'm saying Stop looking at what you ain't got Start being thankful for what you do got Let's get it to him, baby girl Hey You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin the Athletics Department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. Thanks to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, for making us worth sponsoring. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the top-ranked Austin podcast, according to the Stats FCS podcast rankings. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Casey, we are not going to do our traditional format this week. What are we going to do? I think we're just going to talk about football. Football? Football. Is there an important football game this weekend? Well, I think there might be, but we need to let's let's ramp it up. Let's let's form a narrative. Let's let's, let's go play let's, that football. Let's let's build let's build the suspense in case someone has been living under a rock and doesn't know how we got to this point. They've they've clearly been under a rock. Trapped under one, probably landslide. May need to go see a doctor. Probably probably need to get the Coast Guard out there after him. Or get to the fort on Saturday. What? No. No. Oh wait, we don't know there's a football game yet. Shut up. Um, last week, Austin football defeated Eastern Illinois, thirty-five to seven. Now, in times of old, that would still be pretty big cause for celebration because Eastern Illinois is a traditional power in FCS and Austin P while making great strides over the last few years is um not not but but that win gave Austin P its first Ohio Valley Conference football championship since 1977 and their first playoff berth ever ever it is a uh it's an exciting time. The most exciting time. Well, okay, that's a little strong. Um, I mean, going into it, there was still a non-zero chance that the Govs could lose, and if they lost, coupled with some of their other losses and the potential for other people to win. The 2017 situation may have crept back in. Maybe. But the Govs took care of business, and then some – Winning by four touchdowns on Senior Day and Military Appreciation Day and Gome Day. And there were just a lot of people, and they were all very happy. And the celebration uh, continued far into the evening, and deservedly so, because this is not something that we have done around here very often. And then we hosted a watch party on Sunday morning uh, in the Dunn Center and found out... We're going to the playoffs to play Furman. I don't know what you were looking for there. Well, we kind of knew we were going to the playoffs because we'd already been guaranteed to go to the playoffs by winning the conference and holding the tiebreaker. Fine, we are going to the playoffs to play Furman. Here? Oh, yeah, we're going to do it here. Yeah, we're going to do it here. 
Yeah, you know, first playoff game at Fortera Stadium. Seemed like a bigger deal in the moment. I guess maybe I misread that one since Casey's obviously already well past that point. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't here for the watch party. I, I don't remember what happened. It was kind of a big deal. Um, speeches were given. Ah, how were the speeches? Speechy. Oh, that's good. Um, that was a good speechy speech. People, people celebrated. There was much cheering and clapping. Cheering and clapping and rejoicing and... The moment that they figured out that we were going to actually be playing here, that was pretty special because we've never played a playoff game here. We've never, never played, played a playoff, playoff game, game anywhere. We never played a playoff we game, might period. We well play the first one here. Yeah, I mean, well, why not? I mean, Furman, this is what, their 18th appearance? I mean, shoot, they've done it. I mean, they don't give them. Let somebody else have a turn, Furman. Yeah, gosh, get out of the way, Furman. Uh, for, but for real, our, uh, our worthy opponents uh, – the Paladins. Yes. Um, we, we what is a Paladin, Colby? It is a uh, Christian warrior. Thank you. Uh, now, now everybody knows. Oh, was that right? I think so. Okay, cool. Got me. I mean, I think it checks out. It seemed, it seemed close. Um, if not, whatever. Briefly, before we go into what we know about Furman, which is, quite frankly, not a ton, given that we've never played them before. Uh, sure. We do. We would like to run down the eleven members of the Austin football team who are in some kind of postseason honor from the Ohio Valley Conference. Not even including Austin head coach Mark Hudspeth. I think it's cool that if we wanted to like go play like pick up football, like we have our own team that we could just form of all of Ohio Valley Conference all OVC selections, like eleven. Like you know, <laughs> they're like they're gonna have to play both ways, obviously, but like you know, whatever. Right, like I was saying, uh, Austin head coach Mark Hudspeth became the second governor head coach in three seasons to earn the OVC Coach of the Year honor after the Guzz won the league and earned the program's first playoff berth in his first season at the helm. I think I mentioned that it was the first playoff berth. If not, I'll mention it again. First playoff berth. Hey, did you know it was the first playoff berth? I, I've, been, I've been hearing things. Oh. Uh, look, I can do this probably even in one breath. For the governors, earning first-team all OVC honors, quarterback Javon Craig, running back Kentel Williams, center Blake Mitchell, tackle Kyle Anderton, defense tackle Josephus Smith, cornerback Cordell Jackson, safety Juan Terrius Bryant, second-team honors, wide receiver D'Angelo Wilson, defensive end Sean Whittinghill, newcomer honors Bucky Williams, a guard, and John Wesley Whiteside, defensive tackle. (laughs) (laughs) I probably shouldn't have tried that. No, you probably shouldn't have. An incredible amount of talent is there. All of the talent. Yes, quite quite a bit of the talent. Uh, I mean, some of these guys, you know, we've heard Kintel's been an All-American for heaven's sake. He's pretty good. Kyle Anderton uh, was All-Newcomer and All-OVC his first year here. Uh, Juan Terrius was All-OVC in 2018. Cordell Jackson has been a linchpin, even if maybe an unsung one for a number of years. But first team All Ohio Valley Conference quarterback Javon Craig was number two on your depth chart, now number one in your league. Quite an improvement. Wow, Quite a step up. You're just going to leave me hanging out there. Sorry, with that. I'm not I, even not even going to try to sell it. I don't even think there's much else to say. Javon, I mean, Javon didn't. He was the backup at game one. He was the backup through the first seven minutes of game two. And then, oh, all of a sudden, he just led the Governors to a nine-win season in the Ohio Valley Conference title. 5'9", 285, Josephus Smith. Too short to play college football. All he ever heard. Too short. Too short. Not going to make it. Nin- 19 and a half tackles for a loss. 
Honestly, you could have made a very good argument that he was OPC Defensive Player of the Year. You could have made the same argument for Cordell Jackson. You could have made the same argument for Cordell Jackson. Bryant and Josephus Smith, both former walk-ons. Uh, I think it says a little bit about uh, the the walk-on program that we have here. Is that you can come a long way in a very short amount of time. Sean Whittingham, I mean, how do you not how do you not appreciate all he had to go through to get to this moment to be an All OVC I mean, defensive lineman? It took him nine lineman. years to get here. Yeah, I mean, most of the most of the guys that he played with as a freshman or, you know, investment bankers or managing a Logan's Roadhouse or, or coaching high school coaching football. high school football. And Sean's still out there giving it the old college try against <laughs> guys half his age now. But you know, it's it's tough not to look down and like these are more than names on a piece of paper now. Like these guys have compelling and rich histories and backstories and all of them have faced some level of adversity throughout the course of their Austin careers, and you just could not be any happier for them if you tried to be. Actually, you know what? You probably could, because if they walk off the field victorious on Saturday, I think everybody's going to be pretty, be pretty happy, happy for them then too. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be a little more happier than I am now. A little more happier. A little more happier. You want to try that again? Nope, I'll be a little more happier. All right, sounds good. Let's go into Furman. The Paladins. The Paladins. Casey, what's a paladin? Uh, some kind of Christian warrior from, I believe, the um, Crusades period. Mm, nice. Well done. I've got a history degree from this university, so uh, watch out. Single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a paladin's like a knight. So- something along those lines. Furman a private school? I think they're a private school. Yeah, probably. I would check out. Got a big win last week. 64 to 7? Yeah, versus something called point. <laughs> what, the, what is point? <laughs> no, that's not a misprint. That's what's on their schedule. That's, it just says point. It just says point? Yeah. <laughs> I thought. Like point university? Like university of point? I thought maybe it was high point and that they just forgot the, the first. high? Yeah. Point. What is what is point? You know, I'm looking it up. Okay, you do that. I guess I'll uh, carry the podcast for a few <laughs> minutes while you dabble on your phone in this clearly audio medium. Um, so the Govs and the Paladins. Strength is going to take on strength. Point University is uh, in West Point, Georgia, a private Christian liberal arts college in West Point, Georgia. It was founded in 1937. Thanks. The Skyhawks, just like our friends from Martin. Not friends from Martin. We're doing great. Dynamite drop in. Do you want to get back to the podcast? Yeah, let's where get I'm back to now? Let's Okay, cool. <laughs> Cut that out. Nope, not gonna. 10 4. All right. As I was saying, strength <laughs> on strength at the line of scrimmage this week. The Paladins running some old school football out there, I guess you could say from a formation standpoint. The fifth ranked. Rushing attack in FCS at nearly 276 yards a game against the fifth-ranked Ostapi run defense, surrendering less than 87 yards per contest. You got the three Governor All OVC linemen against a trio of All SoCon linemen, and then another trio of backs who got SoCon honors and combined for 2,000 rush yards and 24 touchdowns this season. So it sounds like we're just going to line it up and 
Smash Mouth old Smash school football. Three yards and a cloud of dust. Well, this is going to be a little bit different because it is... On turf and there's no dust. That 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 part too, yeah. But also, this is this is not going to be all the OVC teams that we saw this year. Spread it running out. Running straight into the meat grinder that was the Austin P interior line and just hoping that they would... We've solved the riddle. There was we, only one running back in this league good enough to do that, and that was McCluskey, and he had a broke a 67-yard run the second half. But everybody would just run straight into the Josephus Smith, work, guys. John Wesley Whiteside combo there in the interior of the line, and then stand back flummoxed as it didn't work. And then when that didn't work, they tried to throw it, and Cordell Jackson usually intercepted it. But Furman is going to run off the edges. They're going to they're gonna send guys in motion and run that triple option. They're going to do the triple. It's... It is not an offense that we've seen this year. Got a year. split back and a flanker on the depth chart. This is going to be this is going to be a unique test for an Austin P defense that's coming from a very pass happy OVC, which played to the governor's strengths. It allowed them to send that front four and just say, "Pin your ears back, go get the quarterback." This is going to be way different. You're going to have to see guys like Isaiah Norman and Wontarius Bryant and Cordell Jackson step up and play in the box a lot more often than they had to all season. Because when you're defending a triple option, most teams are sending out three or four linebackers to do it to cover all sides of the field. The governors play two, Pat Walker and Jack McDonald, and you're going to have to have other guys step up in that box and make plays at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you're going to see a lot more uh, stacking eight and nine in the box. Uh Darren, you got to make the Paladins throw the ball. That's Darren what it is. Furman to beat them over the top, and I mean it's that's what you that's yeah, how that's it's, what it's, we the, have, it's, it's the plan. I mean it's it's not a secret. Yeah, it's Furman wants to run the ball. <laughs> if you saw Georgia Tech at all during the Paul Johnson era, it's kind of like that. They don't have Calvin Johnson. <laughs> no, uh, but should Furman get into third and long, they do have one deep threat in Thomas Gordon. Uh, his 16.0 yards per catch ranks fourth in the SoCon, so they do have somebody who can stretch the field a little bit. They just Go don't. Get it. Yeah, they just don't really turn to him all that often, unless it is a uh, an extremely, extremely dire situation. While the Governors are newcomers to the FCS postseason, this is Furman's. 18th appearance in the SES playoffs. and their last two appearances, the Paladins went on the road to claim a win in the opening playoff round. All-time Furman is 3-1 against OVC opponents in the playoffs. Their, their last win against the league coming in 1986. Against? Mm. Okay. Somebody probably. I, did, I wrote this at 4 in the morning. Cut me some slack. That's fair. You're not adding much to this. Uh, You know. I don't. That's why I was saying that. <laughs> uh, the governors were ranked this season for as many weeks as they have been in the total of program history. Six weeks this season, six weeks in all of the other. That's pretty good. Nifty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know what, we, uh, what are we talking about even. I don't know. <laughs> you. Neither ju- do I, was, I. I was like, hey, why don't you contribute something? You're like. We were just blowing out random notes. Fa- factoid I heard was. <laughs> Fun fact. I think it's imperative that everyone who is capable join us at the fort this weekend. Um, also, I think it's important that you should get your family and friends and whoever's in town uh, 
out of your house and off your couch and out to Fortera Stadium. Uh, one, because if you play your cards right, you can take them to the football game and then leave them, and they can't find their way back to your house. But also— This is coming off from a man with a child. That sounds like terrible parenting. No, I meant like extended family, like aunts oh, and okay, and yeah, you can leave the aunts and uncles. They're f- yeah, don't leave no, your children. Yeah, no, don't leave <laughs> I children thought you were suggesting. That. It's like, what would, would you leave Jack there? No, take Jack to a Titans game and just leave him. No, <laughs> just I, I wouldn't sp- subject a two-year-old to a Titans <laughs> game. What kind of monster do you think I am? <laughs> no, you just be at least fourteen to see one of those. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be able to legally drive yourself there, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> But this is historic. This is something that's never happened. I mean, we, we've said it a bunch of times this year. It's something that's never happened before. And this is another one of those things that's never happened before. And you should really come see it because it's been 42 years since the last time we would have even had an opportunity to do this. And this format didn't exist then. So we may never get this opportunity. I'm 32. We wait 42 more. 70. I ain't making 74. It's not happening. So all I've got to do is made the 65, so uh, maybe. <laughs> I've seen how you treat your body. <laughs> uh, anybody that's as hard on themselves as Casey is on himself, you you should probably come too. You're not making 65. But our uh, our splendiferous ticket people of Katie Locke and Johnny Mitchell are... Oh, we said his real name for the first time ever. Wow. Wow. <laughs> What a moment! That's PCAST history, everybody. I was gonna congratulations, let, Johnny. I was gonna let that slide, but nope. You had to, you had to pull the curtain back and reveal Oz. <laughs> anyway, they're standing by. They're slinging tickets. I mean, they are slinging the crap out of tickets. We're there's you better call a, now. There is a lot of excitement. I anticipate that there's not going to be much in the way of walk-up sales on the day of. You're going to want to get there early. You're going to want to claim your You should your pause spot. the podcast right now, call and buy your ticket, go online and buy a ticket. And yeah, I was going to say, play again. If, if you don't want to hit pause, you can actually just search online to buy a ticket. And then you, you can, can keep listening. And you can keep listening to us, and we'll tell you how magical right would, now, How magical would that be? Right now, I will tell you. That if you keep buying that ticket while you listen to us, only good things will happen to you. So what you should do is you should buy this ticket and then buy another ticket. And we'll just keep talking and you can just keep, keep buying the cycle over, buy and, those over tickets. and over again. Buy more tickets. Everyone you know wants a ticket to this Austin P. Give them some early playoff. Christmas gifts. And I mean, you if you're if you're casting about for an office Christmas gift and just thinking, what does everybody love? What does Tom want for Christmas? What is what is one thing in these troubled and divided times? What is one thing we can all agree on? It's obviously a love for us to be football. Governor football. Governor That's football. What it is. That's what it is. So, I, honestly, every- it's it's your civic duty to go out and buy us to be football tickets for friends, loved ones, family members, and even people you don't particularly like very much. Start handing them out on the street. Give them to everybody. I don't know. Maybe don't do that. Maybe make make sure you know the people. Yeah. Well. I even make sure you know them. Just you know, we, we make them promise they're going to come to the game. Yeah, do that. Make them. I'll give this to you, but you got to come to the game. Make them promise that. Like make them swear an oath, a blood oath. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, we'll we'll go there. Okay, well we've gone there. Um, our time is short, as we are also 
involved with the planning and the execution of 550 of, credentials. Yeah, this boy. If you if you do not see that this is occurring, it's not because we did not get media people here. That is for dead gums. They will all be here. With that in mind, uh, Casey, what are you up to for Thanksgiving? I'm hanging out in Clarksville. Going to go to our friend Brad Kirtley's house and spend Thanksgiving with them and Cody Bush. It wasn't worth the six-hour drive home for one meal and heel toe and do it again. Yeah, and that six-hour drive when you got a belly full of turkey and ham. Whew, boy. Like I said, not 12, 12 hours of driving for one day, not not worth it. No, not worth it. I'm fortunate enough that I'll be seeing my family for a very brief time tomorrow, and it's fortunate because it's brief. I'm going to write a 10 to 15-page paper tomorrow, too. Shout out to Dr. Jeffrey Briggs at Liberty University. Jerk. We at PCAST LLC <laughs> do not support Casey's <laughs> language. Um, yeah, I'll probably uh, eat my weight in uh, potatoes and deviled eggs and then come back deviled here. Deviled eggs guy? <laughs> Son, yes. Let's talk <laughs> offline about the deviled <laughs> eggs. Um, then make, make my way back here Friday morning so we can... Uh, sling some credentials. Sling some more credentials and get ready because this is... We got press conferences and practices and this is big this is important and noon saturday that's that's when, you when should, that's when you should be there that's when you should be there casey final words for the people let's go pee let's go pee um you want to pack in like 30 seconds of everything else that's happened around here this week sure okay uh men's basketball beat southeastern louisiana and south carolina state um Terry Taylor's OVC Player of the Week, Jordan Adams' OVC Freshman of the Week. Uh, they're an incredible dynamic duo. Casey and I argued loudly about whether uh, Andre 3000 and Big Boy was more well-known than the Blues Brothers. I argue for Outcast. He argues for Blues Brothers. We it just depends put, on the demographic. We may put that to a Twitter poll at some point, but that's not the point here. Uh, women's basketball, they went on the road and beat Chattanooga for the first time since 1997 on Sunday. 50-49, to 49, Ariel Gonzalez-Varner scored double digits in her third straight game. They hit the road and go to Lexington, Kentucky to take on the Wildcats Sunday. Uh, men's basketball will be off to Arkansas next week, blessedly after this whole football thing has gone past us. So, uh, also hopefully by next week, Casey and Cody will be heading out to California for Sacramento Yeah, we didn't mention State. that. When are yeah. Saturday's when, game gets when, Sacramento when State? When and you're headed to Sacramento State. To but take look, on the number four seeded Hornets? Are they the Hornets? They could be the Hornets. You know what? We'll save it for next week. Yeah, um, we'll do that. As far as everything else, I mean, this is... Save your voice for Saturday. Yeah. Be loud at the fort. Yeah. Um, you know how people carbo-load before they go do a marathon? Turkey That's load. what you got to do for Thanksgiving. Yep. Is you got to carbo-load. You got you to gotta get ready. You got to get prepared. And then you got to come to the fort, and you got to just cheer your hearts out. Um, this is a momentous occasion for for not only Austin, Bay, but for Clarksville, uh, for this community. Um, we're we're excited. We're excited to have as many of you guys out there. All, as the, we, di all the dignitaries going to be there. All the dignitaries are going to be there. This is this is a big deal. Um, be loud. Be proud. Let's go pee. Um, all that. Yeah. Cut different. I I was trying to think of our usual outro but you know what this week you don't get one uh let's go pee lock in lock lock in it's it's time 
it's time to take down the Paladins. Down with the Paladins. All the way down. Bang my head against the wall. Try to find my stride, but I trip and I fall. Losing my attention again.